lifted high. Our hearts are bowing in reverence. CL back with you on this great day in the USA, and I want to thank all of you for coming along with me. As we do build the bridge, yeah, we do, every day right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. Download free the C.L. Bryant Show app or download uh, the Red State Talk app and listen to me wherever you are, wherever you go. You can listen to the C.L. Bryant Show, and I'm uh, glad to come to you again here in this fashion. Been gone a while. Back now and loving it. We're going to do it uh, big time here real soon. Going to kick off our own uh, YouTube channel. I got a seminar coming up that's going to uh, deal with critical race theory um, from the CL uh, perspective. Uh, we'll probably fly people in to D.C. or where we're going to be. Well, probably D.C. We got a brand new place to fly folks into uh, there at our office in Freedom Works and it's just going to be a lot of lot of things to do and a lot of uh, ground to cover because they're coming. Hey, you better understand something. They are coming. And they are not going to take any prisoners. Yeah, not going to take any prisoners. Before we continue, I just want to tell you again, you be sure to download free. The C.L. Bryant Show app and uh, download Red State Talk Radio app as well. Free download. And we'll talk to you real soon on the app. Now, friends and neighbors, this is where we have come and this is where we need to escape from. Yeah, we need to escape it because you feel the anxiety yourself when you see it happen. And the only people who are happy about uh, Olympic trial athletes and the Olympics kick off the end of this month. I love summer Olympics. At least I used to. I don't know. I don't know how this stuff's going to play. I don't know how this stuff's going to play. Folks are going to have to start experiencing some doggone uh, um, blowback for doing the kind of stuff they're doing. You understand what I'm saying? Blowback. Because these folks have just gotten too far out of hand. I'm not even going to call her name, but the little hurler, hurler. Yeah, came in third. Little, little, little black hurdler. They came in third. You know what I'm talking about. Everybody's seen it now. I'm not even calling her name. Because, see, that, I, I really do feel that's part of the game. Is that they want, they want their names called. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not going to call her name. But I do have to bring attention to this. Because... Here is a person who, as far as I know, I don't know, but as far as I can tell, her one claim to fame is the ability that she's very good at her sport. And she lives in America. I've never seen a black Chinaman representing China. Nor 
have I seen a black person representing Russia. And I, I don't see any representing um, France very often. Those are the civilized uh, countries, and some you know several several of the of the civilized countries in the in the world. Next to the United States, of course, Portugal. There's not not in Spain. I don't see many black anybody doing anything for Spain. Spain's another one. You know, just doesn't happen, right? Portugal, same way. That just doesn't happen. Okay, but she gets to represent the um, the United States of America and compete. Listen, compete against others in the world in her own in her, in her same sport. Now, now check this out. If she were a Nigerian, and she very well may be through bloodline, but she's an American by birth. She's born an American. But if she were a Nigerian, if she were a Mexican or a Russian, a Chinaman, or, uh, or someone from England, Great Britain, and she pulled that stunt on that podium, the entire nation of Mexico, the entire nation of Nigeria, England, France, you name them, the entire nation would be outraged. Same thing happened uh, back in the, what was that, 72 Olympics? Can't remember, 68 or 72 Olympics. I was just a kid myself when uh, Olympic athletes won two and three. They won uh, Olympic uh, gold, won two and three. Black athletes fisted, raised a fisted glove, but there was no rose in it. They raised a fisted glove black-fisted glove. And the nation was outraged. Now, you could say that right then, there began to be a move toward where we are right now. I think it was 68 Olympics, 68 or, or 72 Olympics, can't remember which. Uh, and Michelle's not here to, to kick that over to me where... The athletes raised a black-fisted glove. Leanne, if you're out there, if you can hear that, uh, Google 72 Olympics or 68 Olympics and let me know, uh, was it that those Olympics to, who raised the black-fisted glove uh, in protest and to signify black power? I do believe that that very well. You see, sometimes, many times you have to uh, actually trace the history back to where you were at one time appalled. You see, yeah, you, you, you choose stages. See, that's why they use LeBron to do what he does. 
And I'm talking about using him. They use him. They pay him a lot of money now. And everyone, hey, everybody is somebody's uh, some something. Okay? I don't care what job you have or even if you call yourself self-employed, you're self-employed because somebody likes what you do and you want to keep on doing that so they can keep on liking that and keep on paying you to do that. Even if you're self-employed to do it, you got to have somebody who likes what you do. So everybody is something for somebody else. That's the way the world works. That's just the way it works. And when you are standing on an Olympic podium, there is a time for every purpose under heaven. And I got to tell you something. To use that particular platform to make a social statement against your own country is the absolute wrong thing to do. Are you hearing me? I don't think you're hearing me. I don't think you're hearing me at all, America. If you did, you would have to push back. You would have to stand up. But I think you, you, you've gotten yourself to a point where you just cow down about everything. I'm talking to Caucasians now. I'm talking to uh, my Caucasian friends now. You've gotten to a point where you just cow down about everything. And that's just not the way you have been. It's just not. And I don't get it. I don't understand why are you letting this happen to you? Huh? Why are you letting this happen to you? Why are you letting your own history be robbed from you? After all, just tell the truth because you have the truth on your side. You have truth on your side. Let me tell you how you have truth on your side. You have truth on your side because the names on the Declaration of Independence, thus creating this nation, have names like Hancock, Franklin, Washington, uh, Alexander, Jefferson. It has those types of names on it, which means that this country was indeed founded by white European males. What's wrong with that? Huh? What's wrong with that? And yes, they own slaves because, hey, you know what? Uh, that was what happened at that point in time. And my ancestors were here at the time and Things may not have been as good for them then. Things were probably not as good for anybody's ancestors who were here at that time as they are now. But this is the beauty of all of it. We have all come to a place where we can, I can actually make my environment as comfortable as I want my environment to be. I can make my environment just as comfortable as yours. The only thing I have to do is make sure I can afford it. And how do I afford it? 
by working, <laughs> by being able to make money at, at my chosen profession. And that's the thing that makes it so crazy that you have these people who you are letting take center stage in this country. You have these people who are disrespecting our nation for no reason whatsoever when they could not be who they are somewhere else. Oh, you... I wish you had heard that. They could not be who they are. No place else. Because the people who may be skilled to do what you do someplace else, they're not doing it where they are. That's why a lot of them are wanting to come here. So they can have what you are throwing away. <laughs> oh, you need to listen. They're coming here so that they can have what you want to throw away. But I got news for you, brother. I got news for you, sisters. You are going to find the harshest, firmest, and most intense resistance to what you're trying to do. You're going to find it. You will not succeed because truth crushed to the ground. Truth crushed to the ground. You better believe one thing. It'll rise again. But the brainwashing of our children against their own nation is a diabolical plot to rob them of their birthright. The same one that you have. In fact, it'll go if you're under, uh, I'd say, 40 years old, you will not know what America was. In just five years, if we stay on this path, you won't even talk about the freedoms that you're enjoying now. Somebody will be telling you whether or not you can enjoy them. Yeah, you can, you can go out and do what you want to do now. You, it, people are going to throw slings and arrows, uh, hurl slings and arrows at you. Oh, they're going to come. There's no question about it. But right now, uh, nobody's going to put you in jail for, you know, being one of the, the dissenters like I am against this stuff, against critical race theory, against uh, attack on the police, against the attack on uh, our, our, our traditional values. It is the traditional values that have given us uh, America. That's what's given us uh, 246 years of success in this nation. 245 years. That, that's what has given us that. Is the ability to be different. And not, not being people who are saying the same things, doing the same things, acting the same way, listening to the same things, listening to the same people. You do know that that's what comes with this particular territory that they're trying to bring to you. They will choose for you. Oh, you better hear me. They are chew, They will choose for you. They will choose for your children. And you children had better understand. 
if you don't like broccoli, you had better listen to me because there are people who are going to tell you even what you can eat. If you keep down this road, oh, you think it's cool for somebody to be trying to take care of you. Huh? You think it's cool for somebody to try to provide everything that you need and they will provide everything that you need. Oh, no, no, no. You you should not be your brother's keeper. Am I my brother's keeper? No, you shouldn't be your brother's keeper. The answer to that question was no, even though Cain, who just killed his brother, was asking the question. Am I my brother's keeper? He didn't ask, am I not my brother's keeper? He asked, am I my brother's keeper? He knew the answer to that. And he was asking it sarcastically to his creator, to God. And we're asking the same question now, sarcastically to God. Uh, am I supposed to keep all of them? The answer is no. You're not supposed to be anybody's keeper. And you're not supposed to be your own. You're not supposed to be kept by anyone. You know why? We're going to talk about this. On the other side of the break, you know why you're not your brother's keeping it? That's been twisted because pre preachers have picked up on things that sound good and people in the congregation feel good about and not knowing that it's, that's just absolutely wrong. You're not supposed to be anybody's keeper and you're nobody's supposed to be your keeper. You can be their helper. But if you're, you're their keeper, you're determining if they're kept at all, first of all. You're determining whether or not you even want to do that. Secondly, you, want, you, you have to determine how long you're going to keep them. What is the rules of engagement for keeping them? What do I have to do to keep them? And what am I expecting them to do? You don't want to be your brother's keeper. You can be their helper. Let them determine uh, what's, good, what's good and what's bad for them. But if you're a keeper, I might. when I had a dog, I was the dog's keeper. I had to keep it on a leash when I walked it, didn't I? Huh? That's what people do for you, too. When they walk you. That's what the liberals are trying to do for you too. While they're walking you. They have you on a leash. And I guarantee you that if you try to go too far. If you pull against it. And what the, I hear it jangling and jingling now as they're pulling it out of their pocket. The choke chain is coming. I'm CL. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. But I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. That you can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio. And we also have the phone app in the app store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. 
God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back with you on this great day. Yeah, it is. It, 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 in, in spite of it all, through it all, in spite of it all, whatever you want to say about it, in spite of it all, it's still a great day in the USA. And it's going to remain that way as long as there are people like you who are willing to go to the mat to save the republic. And the republic needs saving. Yeah, it does. And it needs saving from our children <laughs> in most cases because they don't have a clue. They're not, watching the, they're not watching these hordes and hordes of people coming across our border. Uh, I'm wondering what they think that their, their jobs and their children's jobs are going to look like or if they're even going to be there when all this cheap labor is coming across the border. And guess what else has happened? They have gotten uh, too many, too many of them have gotten used to not working and letting the government provide it. Now, what do we do? Okay, let's check this out. Here's a scenario. Here's a scenario. I want to run past you. I hadn't heard anywhere. And I, I, many times, this is how I know I have a very large listenership. You're going to hear this again. When, uh, you know, the mainstream we're becoming we're becoming huge. Red State is the largest talk platform in the nation. But I'm talking about when you're you start hearing what I'm about to say on Fox News, on oh, um, one news, one American news network, uh, Newsmax. And of course, I'm on Newsmax often with Adam uh, Brandon, you know, and then uh, I do one American news. I just did American Voice yesterday, uh, a Skype with them yesterday. And uh, I look to be on Hannity Radio in the next couple of days. I'll be back on my good friend, uh, Sean Hannity, talking about this thing here. But, but, but check this out. I've never heard this before. I'm going to say it probably in a couple of days on a national platform, on a national network platform. This is a national platform right here, coast to coast, border to border, around the globe, and on several uh, other platforms that, that we have huge listenership. But this is the thing. This is the thing. You have all of these cheap laborers. Hear me well. You have all of these cheap laborers coming into the country, right? Here they are. Here they are. Knock, bam, bam, bam. Well, they're not knocking down the door. Uh, they are just, you know, splashing across. That's what's happening. They're just splashing across the Rio Grande. Uh, every once in a while, you lose one, uh, get drowned, uh, what have you. But uh, they risk their life to come here. And you know, this racist hell hole of a nation who nobody has any opportunity, especially if they have any color. You have people who are risking their life to get here. I don't understand why. I just, I mean, I can't understand why they would be coming here if, uh, you know, this is everything that... Uh, <laughs> uh, they would want you to believe it is. They, 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 they'd risk drowning in the muddy Rio Grande to get to a racist country where they're only going to be treated like trash, like the black people are being treated like here. They're only going to be treated like trash. They're not going to be able to vote. 
Ask, ask, just ask those illegals who voted in California uh, if, 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 just how terrible it is here. You're not going to be able to vote. You're going to be treated like, like trash. They're going to pay you 10 times more than you're going to make it make in Mexico, but that's going to be about five times or 10 times less than uh, an American should be making. You'll make more than you would in Guatemala or Mexico, 10 times as much as you'll make in Guatemala or Mexico. And it's only 10 times as more because uh, they're not going to pay you what they pay an American to do it because they don't have to. You just work and shut up. That, that's, that's what, and, and, and now I want you Americans to understand this now. We tax them on top of all that, right? Do, should we? Since you're not going to be the labor force that provides taxes to uh, fuel the country's economy, then the illegal aliens that's coming in here, yeah, let's, let, let's, let's pay them a little bit more and let's tax them for their labor and work the socks off of them. And if, if they got to come in, they got to work, uh, but, oh, that's not going to work. You know, that's not going to work. You know why? Because we don't know who they are, where they are, and a lot of them, they don't want to work either, just like the Americans who don't want to work. They don't want to work either. They would rather bring in illicit drugs. They would rather kidnap your children. You know, there are places, San Francisco being one of them, that... uh, Husbands are now afraid for their wives when they go out alone in their vehicles. Fear that the the car could be jacked. I'm not talking about people driving, uh, you know, uh, Benzes or or you know Rolls Royces. I'm, I'm talking about people just driving a decent car. You get your Malibu jacked. Yeah, of course, Malibu is a very good car. Very good car. But you get your little, it's, I'm about to mention one that I don't have any regard for. Let me get your little Cooper snatched. Yeah. Get your little Cooper snatched away from ya. Good. Maybe if they don't hurt you, maybe you need it snatched to give you an idea of just how bad this has gotten. Full light of day uh, in front of God and everyone else. A Neiman and Marcus is smashed. And things are gotten into and robbed in broad daylight with people watching. You see, the more you allow, the more criminals take. Huh? You want to stop from being bullied? Snip it in the bud. The first time you, and listen, it all goes back 
to teaching our kids not, and, and I know that I'm going to meet big-time opposition, big-time pressure, pushback with this. I'm going to meet pushback with this. But I am telling you that back in the day when my dad was uh, sending me off to school and all of that, and I'd come home with a, 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 a bloody nose or a black eye or whatever, Dad simply said, in order to stop it, son, you've got to fight back, and you've got to fight back before they get the fight on. In other words, once you see it coming down, strike and strike first. Strike hard. You'll put down most insurrections before they ever get a chance to blossom. If once you see it going down, you strike and strike hard, you'll know when. And you need to learn how. That's what my dad taught me to, to strike and strike. I never had any problems in school once I learned to strike, strike first and strike hard. Once I realized that they were going to strike me. And all this who threw the first punch, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, okay, as long as I defended myself against the aggression. That's what, my, that's what that old World War II veteran was trying to teach me, is that you need to always defend yourself against aggression, against your person or self, property, family, or things. You must push back. You must stand up and defend yourself against that. Otherwise, those who are aggressive toward you will continue to be aggressive. Are you hearing me? When you took that away from kids defending themselves at school, when you took it away, all you had left then are the bullies. It's like disarming. A, it's like that's the same thing that would happen to society. You'd have kids who are bullied because they never have been taught how to defend themselves. Because they live in an everybody gets a trophy type of world, so nobody must be offended. Therefore, you cannot defend yourself. Being it and doing it that way, only the bullies get to have the heyday. Only the bullies. Because Bullies love to thump people on the head. Bullies love to shove people around. Nobody likes being thumped on the head. Nobody likes being shoved around. But if, in fact, you have tolerated to a point where that has become the norm, guess what? You're going to get thumped on the head and you're going to get shoved around because even you have become accustomed to it. Are you hearing me, America? This thing is being drummed into your heads over and over and over again on a daily basis that law and order is good police 
bad. Law and order is good and police is bad and police is good. Well, I got it all wrong. Law and order is bad and police are bad. That's what's being drummed into your head. Law and order is bad and police are bad. Anarchy is good. Looting is good. And the people who are doing it, they're saying that they should be allowed to do it. That's being drummed into the heads of your children, red, yellow, black, and white. But they are pitting the little white kids against the little black kids because you've always been dominant in this country. So that has to be torn down. You've always worked together in this country. There wouldn't be much of a country, whether we were enslaved or not. We've always worked together. But now uh, you can't work together because it is systematically unjust for us to work together. Somebody needs to apologize for it. You've heard that so often now that your children are believing it. You question it because you don't push back against it. But your children are are, are being fed that. And guess what? You are what you eat. Huh? Guess what? You are what you eat. And never more so than right now my fellow Americans. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant show coast to coast, border to border. Going to take a short break here. We'll be back after the top of the hour with more of the CL Bryant show. Don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. 